and welcome to the Money Magic Podcast with Vangile Makwakwa. This is the podcast where we talk about trauma and how it affects our finances and our lives. I help women of color unlock ancestral wisdom so they can fall in love with their bank accounts, increase income, and live their best lives. This podcast was birthed when I started having conversations with private clients and students in my online courses about the remarkable shifts they'd had in their finances and started receiving feedback and updates from people on how these conversations were helping them understand their family dynamics and financial behavior. I've seen how unlocking ancestral wisdom has helped me pay off $60,000 in debt, buy property, launch and grow my company Wealthy Money into a six-figure business in US dollars as I travel and live in various countries on the globe. I've lived in over eight countries and traveled to many more as I built this company. My intention with this podcast is to provide you with weekly episodes that help you understand the importance of healing and help you understand your relationship with money better so you can start making different financial decisions and creating a life you love for yourself and future generations. So without further ado, let's get started and dive into this week's episode. magicians how are you i'm in sri lanka it's really sweaty so if you see me once in a while like i'm really sweaty so if you see me once in a while wipe my face just bear with me it is hot like sri lanka is hotter than india at the moment like when i was in goa i was like okay if goa is having cool evenings and like the days are a little cooler then for sure easier so this was in January when I was in uh, India and then I was like no came back to Sri Lanka Sri Lanka was boiling left Sri Lanka went to Laos um, on the 14th of February went to Kuala Lumpur then went to Laos got to Thailand and came back to Sri Lanka and I still feel like out of all these countries that I've been to in the last few weeks Sri Lanka has got to be the hottest so <laughs> yeah anyway I want to talk about what because okay so it's very fascinating the responses I've gotten Oh God, let me start by introducing myself. I never do. So if you've just joined us, welcome to the Facebook group. My name is Vangile and I am the founder of Wealthy Money and I'm usually the person that posts a lot on the group and I teach women how to heal their ancestral money stories so they can live their best lives but more than that actually start creating wealth and start building themselves up towards passive income which is why Mizo and I also host the Property Magicians podcast right so that people so that as well mostly the money magic students what has happened over time is that people come into my money magic course and they go oh I want to pay off debt and a lot of the students end up paying it right so shares a story about how she paid off 150,000 rand in debt in like I don't know three four months or six months of the course I I don't know. I know it was less it was less than 6 months or thereabouts, right? And so what happens when you do that, right? So most of us come from backgrounds where we don't really where we think okay, it's just about paying off debt. And I come from there. So when I started doing this work, I was teaching more the work around the bank account challenge, right? Which is if you heart mind and money that's what you see like i'm teaching about emotional intelligence how to curb spending debt all those things but the truth is 
once I paid off debt, I got to the point where I realized that actually that doesn't mean financial freedom. I used to talk about, I'm going to be financially free. I'm going to be financially free and then paid off my debt and I wasn't financially free. So I was like, great. The stuff that I teach in the bank account challenge helped me get there, which is why I then created the money magic course because what I was learning in the bank, uh, in the bank account challenge and that work was how to spend less and just spend less money and control my spending habits, etc., and change my spending habits, not control them because I don't believe in control and discipline and all that stuff, but like how to change those habits. But like, as soon as that was accomplished, I was like, wow, I'm still not financially free. That means that I still have to work towards an income. What the hell does that even look like? And what became clear to me was, well, I also want to get back to traveling that it was great that I did what I had. I'd gotten it. But I've always been a traveler. I've spent most of my adult life from the time I was 21 moving from country to country, right? And always having something on the side, running my own business. Before those businesses, and I'd get into debt and get into all sorts of things. So I didn't know what to do. So then I took on a job and started um, running wealthy money slowly as a side hustle, right? And so that's when I started and the bank account course was great for that because it helped me with changing those spending habits and starting to slowly pay off debt. Had I known what I know now though, what I teach in the Money Magic course, I feel like I would have gotten out of, I'd have paid off my $60,000 in debt faster than four years, right? I, I feel like knowing magic course and watching people do what I did in like a, in like a shorter space of time, I know that I would have done that faster, but I didn't, right? And all this has come. The reason why I'm able to teach this and why I'm able to share with people is because I've gone through that journey. I've learned through trial and error. So I'm able to more in depth in the money magic course because of this, right? So I'm realizing sharing Jane's story, some of the responses were like, yay, that is amazing. Then I went on the wealthy money page. People are like in disbelief. They don't believe it's possible. And I've also had people ask me questions like, can anyone afford your retreats? Listen, guys, I'm not even going to front or joke or even like pretend that I know that my retreats for some people, once people hear the pricing of my work, some of them want to fall off a chair or they want to go on a riot. Right. But the real question that people should be asking is, A, why is it that I take only people from my course? to uh, for my retreats why do i insist that people come into the money magic course before they go on the retreats and why is it that people come on one retreat get out of the retreat and go oh my god that was amazing and sign up for the for the retreat the next year sign up for another retreat before i even have time to announce the retreats they sign up for the next retreat the next year those are the questions that you guys should be asking not asking like can anyone afford those retreats is to ask why is it that people keep going back? Why is it that after people have spent that money, they can come out and buy houses? People quit jobs, start businesses, start depositing more money in their bank accounts than they've ever deposited before. These are the questions that you should really be asking. Is like, what is going on in those retreats? And why do people want to keep going back and paying that money? And no, there's nothing weird going on that is out of the ordinary. We work, everything that we work with is everything within the body, right? We're just taking it up a notch and using collective energy. So I know, so, but like those responses kind of got me into the student group this morning. And I was so triggered, I guess, because I was like, wow, how can people, A, someone asked like, are you for real about Jane's story? didn't believe that this was possible. Firstly, let me start by saying that a lot of a lot of the money magic students and a lot of people, I would say at least 40 people 
that are on Facebook and involved with Wealthy Money have met Jane in person, have seen her story evolved, have seen it start from the beginning where Jane had nothing and have seen it grow, have actually talked to her and know her as a person. Some of them have her WhatsApp numbers and follow her story and she tells it's not, I promise you, Jane is a very real person. She is not a made up person. And if you don't know who Jane is, let me just quickly do a quick debrief on here, right? So Jane is this um, girl that came to me. I shared this in the Facebook group. So you can also watch here or on the Facebook page. I shared it yesterday. But she is a girl that came to me in the village. In 2018, I decided to renovate my mother's house. Why? And I will share that because I noticed that I don't really share what goes on in my own money story. I'm just sharing with you guys the testimonials and I'm not sharing how this money story but through me doing the work it has changed the way that I relate with money with my family and even for my family how my aunt through doing this work and through teaching her has retired early has gotten into real estate built her own real estate a video for me so I'm gonna get the video it's somewhere in this group and share it with you guys how my sister's money story has also changed how my sister actually posts in the student group as well how my cousins have changed their money story from doing the inner work as well how my cousin went from not having a job to being a, a psychiatric nurse to building a three-roomed house to getting land to now talking about traveling to now wanting to go abroad and my cousin is not even 30 yet, right? I'm talking about people that are still young. So it's not work experience or anything and how I've been doing the same work on the to me. So it's not that I'm making up these people or that the students are making up the stories. And I wasn't aware until yesterday that there were some people that are like, oh, no, it's not possible or it will only work for certain people. Let's talk about that, right? So Jane came um, to uh, my mom's place in the village and she was, and I had just renovated my, I was in the process of renovating my mom's house. And as I was in the process of renovating my mom's house, I also decided to tell the students, I'm going to host a retreat for two groups. So if everyone comes to the house, they can come, we can all do a retreat and I'll take 10 people at a time. So I was under pressure because people were already paying for food. They were already paying for the they retreat things and on top of that money for the retreat they had to pay into my mother's bank account directly as a donation sorry for another day I will explain how all that worked and why I did that right so and, and anyway I never got any of that money but I was like I'm gonna donate my time do you guys want to come and of course the students were like amazing all the money magic students were like we see how this work has changed it would be nice to do a collective retreat at the village let's come we want to meet your mom we want to see uh we also just want to have a retreat right we want to see how this will work out but i'm hosting a retreat in the village i didn't know who could help me i wanted to do the retreats the way that i ran the retreats in the village is that i for the students so everything is vegan we have um breakfast we have morning tea at 11 so everyone always complains because it's constant eating and eating and eating right so we start with yoga we have breakfast we have like a full vegan breakfast massive then we have morning tea all vegan right then we have uh from morning tea we have lunch then we have um afternoon tea and then we have for all this, I need help because I'm not just uh, doing the cooking, but I'm also running a retreat. So I realized that, oh, okay, I need to figure out how to run these retreats. And I used to do catering um, and run an events company with one of my friends in Cape Town. And we used to do it as a hobby. And then we tried to do it professionally. But I learned so much about running events that I was just like, I think if I applied the same principles, I can also get, um, I can run this retreat this way. So Jane came and then she, uh, she
My mom was like, well, you're looking for someone. What if you hire Jane? Because she'd come to drop off money from her uncle uh, that her uncle owed my mother. So then I was like, okay, cool. I like her energy. This could be easy. I taught her. I noticed that she was very, very one of the, um, you guys don't know me that because you're only seeing me on Facebook, right? But in person, I'm one of those people that ask a lot of personal questions of people, you know, and I don't know why I just do. And people always feel like, okay, we're going to, I asked Jane about her life, where she was at, and I'm a money person. So I ask instantly about money, where she is with money, how's her finances going. Then she told me, you know, like when she got offered the job to come help me at the retreat, she was literally praying for a hundred rand, which is about $7 to be able to buy her daughter Christmas shoes. So obviously I hear that. And then I'm like, okay, so now that once the retreats are done, how are you going to make money? So she's just like, well, I'm going to go look for a job and maybe some Someone will hire me because I just have matric, which is grade 12. So she's just written her grade 12 and she doesn't have a university degree. Employment options are available. Hopefully she'll eventually one day be able to go study and get a degree. So my question is, and in the meantime, as you're trying to figure out this degree, raising a child, how are you going to do really love feel like I want to give back. I want to be here. I don't have, I've never been those girls that grew up and wants to leave the village. And she tells me that she's 25. She fell pregnant at 18 during her matric. Um, so she, uh, so that's been part of the challenge, right? So like, okay, great. I understand the situation in the village. So I asked her, what is your passion? I didn't say to her, what can you sell? What can you do? I just asked her, what is your passion? I did the exact, I do a lot of the same thing with clients, with students. I, I don't believe that there's only one way that you're going to make money, right? It's all at the end of the day, even if you go into an industry that is selling out like hotcakes, if your mindset and your trauma assorted your mindset isn't 100% and your money traumas and money issues haven't been sorted out the industry will work for others but it won't work for you it will be an intensely high-flying industry where everybody's talking about making tons of money with ease but it won't work for you because you've got other things that are blocking money right and in the same way you can go into a dull industry where now people like oh my god it takes forever to make money and you can literally transform it and be killing it right so it's not about the industry right so that's why i didn't ask her what is a money making thing i just asked her what is she passionate about because that's the other thing is that i figured that if she's talk about that, then she'll want to do that thing and she'll be willing to wake up and push it, right? So I asked her a bunch of questions. We figured it out and she said she loves food, right? So she and she loves food. There's very, I mean, I guess there's things that she could do with fitness and she was like she really loves food and the thing that was happening at the retreat was she said what she loved was how people were responding to the vegan food that I was cooking right and how people were going crazy about it and she was like wow she had never also imagined vegan being like that so I said okay there's one thing that I think if you do it that I know everybody likes so she and I had a conversation I said what do you think people love the most in the food so I make this crazy chili mix made. I add my own stuff, you know, I'm not going to share with you guys because this is people's bread and butter now because I've given this recipe to several people and I've taught some of them how to build a business from this after Jane. So sharing the recipe would literally like tank their business, right? So I won't do that. But I 
created this mix. I love creating new dishes and new things. So I created this green chili mix. And so I said to Jane, I'm going to teach you this recipe. And if I teach you this recipe and I teach you how to price it and I coach you through how to sell this chili, will you do the work? Will you do what I'm teaching you? And she did. Ex she said, yes. And at first I was like, okay, we'll see. You know, I really didn't take it seriously. So Three months later, I left the village, left her with uh, the instructions. We would keep in touch via voice note. She would get stuck with certain things. I would answer questions. I would ask her questions and then basically through certain mindsets. I would like see some of the hurdles, ask her questions so that she goes and she answers them, answers them, gives her, give her some exercises to do basic exercises. Then I went away went to Morocco, came back, chilled out. Then I had another two retreats in the village. This was in my 19 now. So I came back and Jane comes to, she had to help me again with the two retreats. And she tells me, she goes, oh my God, I am now the main supplier of chilies to all the village stores. You know, so in three months, she made herself the main supplier. She started getting clients. Not only that, she had used the money to go write her learners and get her driver's license. It was mind boggling to me that she'd been doing this in like three months. And suddenly her daughter, she was telling me this. Then we started going into a conversation where she was like, but I seem to have a problem money doesn't stay in my account so I'm making now the money as fast as I'm making it it's leaving so I can't see what I do with it so ta-da start teaching her some things about the bank account challenge I gave her a 30-day exercise that um, she had to do and it's kind of tedious but she did it right for 30 days Jane did this exercise nonstop. And when she saw the shift, she came back. Oh my God, I see a shift. Um, I think last year I was back in Sri Lanka. So April, 2019, I came to Sri Lanka. Out that we were talking. And then I started, um, we started having conversations and I started saying to her, we need to start talking about an extra stream of income. I love this. So by August though, something happened in the village around the chili, right? The chili, she, um, she met a, she, one of her best friends, right? You guys, <laughs> stories. So one of her best friends had been watching her do the chilies, but Jane had been smart because I told her, don't give the recipe because really every, I taught her about business having a competitive advantage, right? Tell your friend all the other things of how to run a chili business, how to do whatever. But your main thing, this is to enter. So the one thing in order for necessary competition, don't tell them your recipe, right? So she never did, right? But her friend watched her do all this. She taught her friend. And I was saying to her, teach your friend so that your friend can something else whatever I'm teaching you feel free to tell your friend to teach your friend so your friend can start a business in something else in clothes whatever her passion is right because her friend's passion is not food so whatever your friend's passion is teach her what I've taught you and in that way she can also start to do that so Jane did that told I think her friend the importance of healing and understanding your trauma and your own stuff replicated Jane's chili business. Not only did she replicate this business, she literally made it like second grade. <laughs> you know, she wasn't adding the spices. She was just doing whatever bare minimum things she had seen Jane buy. She was just adding the mix the proper way the cooking the proper way, not even adding the right ingredients. But she came and she started selling it at 50% off, right? People in the village were like, oh, this must be the same chili that everybody. Jane is selling hers at a higher price for the cheaper option with the friend. So in July, right? July, August, because now her friend has started to
business in the village and has capitalized back to the village as well we sit down we have a proper coaching session because this is a real challenge so we sit down and we and i ask her about a bunch of questions the whole new strategy i need to leave the village so many people need to get beyond the village so who can help in different towns so how can she work with her mom and her brother so that they are keen they also get something from it and they also and she continues to sell the chili right and in that session we come up with an extra stream of income which is chips which we had been talking about which if you're listening and you're not south african it's french fries then we start having so i do more we do more coaching around that because remember again it's like every time we expand it's about mindset and what most of us think when i talk about mindset and coaching is that youth uh, most people i realize think it's getting an aha moment like watching videos reading a book and then you get these aha moments and that produces a shift Yes, but for lasting, for, for deep and true change, this is where we do the real inner work. This is where we do the meditations, we do the questioning, we sit with the work, we go back into the trauma. So we do that with Jane, right? Which is what we do. I didn't do a lot with her, right? Because I'm not trying to overwhelm her and I'm not there all the time, but we just do the basics around increasing income and setting an income goal so then and i promised her that i would gift her the chip machine because i really want because i'm so excited about this whole thing right so in my head i was like well if i can gift her a machine for two thousand rand and from that she makes all this extra profit by now she's paid back the chip machine three times over she never had to pay me back but imagine if she had bought it for herself and she had spent it she's paid it back three times oh she would have paid it back three times over with her current profits right actually more than three times almost four times over right so then she started this chip business and before long, then she started, um, she's been making a profit, right? So this month, she reported a profit of 2,750 Rand, which is not a lot in the scheme of things. But get this, right? Land in the village can go for between 15 to 25,000 Rand, right? So... I say to Jane, you know, we need to talk about passive income, but I don't use fancy like passive income. I always have to use fancy words to explain things because sometimes these are the things that trip us up and we make them bigger than they are right so i'm just like oh jane how interesting how awesome would it be if you could save for like five or six months and then you can buy land and how awesome would it be if you do what your aunt does because off this right so her aunt built three back rooms and has three tenants and is living off that money and is also selling stuff right so i said to her what if you do what your aunt does but we take it up just a notch so unlike your aunt we do you build something like that's a studio that has the full kitchen bathroom everything fully furnished and then you rent this out to uh, young nurses and doctors who move in who come to the village for work at least a salary of about two thousand to three thousand um who can afford to pay rent in the realm of like two point two thousand five hundred to three thousand rand right but then we sit down and we like oh we know builders in the village who can build at a very affordable price we also know in the village people i used when i was renovating my mom's place who also can build cupboards and decent things that if you design they can build things down and we talk and i'm like what if you just get land this year's goal is to grow this other income stream and you get land right so if she puts aside right now she's making 2750 rand in profit she's already saved in the region of like 10 to 12000 rand in savings since we've been working together in the last 14 months do you guys think that is possible for jay 
right? Like the land is 15,000 rand. So in another two or three months, Jane can own an, a sizable piece of land. And on there, we've spoken, you can fit in about four or five studio apartments, right? So once you've done that, is it possible that maybe you can fit in like really cute studio apartments for the nurses and the doctors put in four, four or five? Yes, it's possible. So she can easily within the next year start to earn an extra eight to 10,000 rand in monthly income, in passive income. So Jane went from zero but at the end of next year, we're looking at her making this passive income of eight to 10,000 Rand. So do you guys see that this is possible? It's not within the reality. And we're not talking that, oh my God, first she needs to make tons and tons of money to be able to do this. We're working with the resources that she has. And I teach this in the Money Magic course, right? It's like, how do we work with our blocks? Whatever is blocking us from seeing the things that are in front of us. So when someone says to me, are you for real? I'm like, I feel like I've really experienced is not something that is happening overnight and this is something that there are hiccups along the way like I've shared that yes she has hiccups like the village her friend entered the market and as soon as her friend entered the market a bunch of other people in the village realized that oh my god there's a market here and they started entering the market challenge with the village though is that only one store in the village carries these specific types of green chilies, right? Not green peppers. And she is supplying a lot of people. So when when the competition entered the market, they why it made it impossible for her to always have a constant supply of green chilies. So for most of us, we would then be like, oh my God, oh, what do I have to do and spin our wheels? But I was like, okay, let's talk about this. Let's use the very lesson that I teach in the Money Magic course, lesson four, how to utilize our resources. And I sent it to Jane. I didn't tell her what to do, right? That's not my job as a coach. I asked a bunch of questions, uh, tailored the lesson to her situation. And she came back and she said, oh, I've looked at the resource strategy and how to utilize my resources, thought about it. I've got a house and uh, like, and there is a yard in the house. Was her mom works elsewhere. And so she gets to work. So between sister, they get to live in this house and with her daughter. And sometimes other family members come to visit, but she's the one that is the main caretaker of the house and the yard. So she decided I can use the land. I can plant green chilies, right? I can actually plant chilies. I don't have to go and look for a supplier. I can become my own supplier. So just with a change in her mindset, she was able to completely change her business. So where run out of chilies, she's caused, she's got and if she's got too many clients for the month, her mom and her brother will. So another uh, another business came up with was, you know what? Taxi drivers are constantly going from the village every day. There's two taxis, two or three taxis. Her mom's town, right? Where her mom works. So she can talk. And because it's a village, we all know each other, right? We all talk to each other. We all kind of, even I know some of the taxi drivers, right? Like I know a bunch of them. So because it's a village, go talk to the people. It's not like in a city, you've got an advantage. You've grown up with these people. You know the taxi drivers. So ask them if they can pick up chilies from your mom. And when they come back the next day on the taxi route, they can just give you and you can go to their homes and pick up the chilies or go pick up the chilies from the taxi rank or go pick up the chilies along the way when they come, when they drive past on the main road in the village. And that's literally what's been happening. So she's been utilizing her resources and just changing the mindset. So when most, what gets most of us stuck, right? So for most people would be like, oh, I see the challenge of, oh, the green chilies. Oh, this is no longer a viable business. I have to get out of the business of chili selling now. No, because there's a whole 
the humans that are wanting chili and they may not live in your town. You need to figure out a way to find them, right? So this is not impossible. And Jane is able to do this in working for and sometimes not even that much, right? So I've taught her a bunch of ways on ease, questions to ask to get to of making things easier, especially in business. So I'm slowly working her through the income challenge. I am not bombarding her to do with the money magic students, but this is not impossible. So when we talk of financial freedom, just like I used to think it was becoming debt free or working for yourself or working for your, for your salary, I realized that that's not actually what financial Freedom is about being able to get to yourself into a to a point like what we're talking Jane, where you no longer have to just rely um, on money made through sales this month, but to creating passive income that money is made whether or not you have clients every month, right? And one of the easiest ways is real estate, right? And the reason why I chose real estate for Jane is because she sees her aunt doing it with the back rooms. And when I say we're just going to make it nicer than your aunt so that people more and we're going to go after the nurses and doctors, she gets it, right? That's a simple model. It doesn't have to be more difficult than that. But what trips most of us up and what I'm seeing from the questions that people are asking is that there's a disbelief that this is possible. And I'm just like, but I've just explained how this is possible. You know, it's like, it's not as impossible as we have been led to believe to start creating passive income. And I promise you at the end of next year, once the land has been bought and the first buildings are up, I'm going to start talking to Jane about what if you buy the second piece of land and you start building on that and you start looking for more people. And then I'm going to start, we're going to start having a conversation about her going to university, which I've told her about, right? And how that passive income can start to pay for university and Jane and I have already had conversations around like, well, you know, once you start build, once you start getting the passive income, some tenants can go towards paying for UNISA. So you can start studying at home. So by the time you apply to go study at university, you already have some credits that you can from the study at home course. And also better yourself, that means that you have better ways, you'll meet other people that can also help you with your daughter and getting her in better schools. So guys, this is so not as impossible as we've made it out to be. And I agree, it's not as easy as I'm making it out to be, right? Because as you can hear, there were challenges. And the one thing that I keep pushing is to say, it's about the inner work. The challenges didn't disappear. From doing the inner work, Jane didn't suddenly always find chili at the shop. The main shop that sells the chili, by the way, is Boxer, right? So she didn't suddenly wake up and go to Boxer and find chili. And that was going with her, right? Because at the end of the day, she'll still have that competition. It was, okay, what can you do to make this chili issue a non-essential? right and how do you circumvent that and that required her to just slowly shift her thinking to ask questions to go through her panic and anxiety because she also got panicked and anxious right she was excited and building this business and then suddenly her best friend whom she was like she had to block because it was becoming ridiculous she was like uh, basically doing everything she was doing and crazy her friend she was like oh, she called me also because again the emotional stuff is what trips us up right and she was like oh my god sis vangile that's what she calls me she's like sis vangile my friend is calling me every day she now insists that for our friendship to continue she needs the recipe for the chili and i was like well let's work through this because again it's the fear of lose it's it's a classic fear of losing love right that oh my god someone is going to withdraw their love if I don't 
they want, but this is my livelihood. So do I contract myself and stop my expansion so that they, so that I can get their love and their expansion? And I just literally took her through that process. I didn't go, Oh my God, your friend is so horrible. Block her, etc. When she decided, okay, this is not a friendship that came from her. Right. I just provided the work, asked the questions, told her to sit with them, and then she got to her own conclusion. So, again, there's a lot of like emotion. For Jane, it's on a smaller scale, but we all go through that in our business of us what's happening is that we're literally staying in jobs we don't like in situations we don't like because we believe that this is the only way that we can make money right and we're like oh we don't have money we don't have a terrible money story because i'm able to spend less money and i'm i've the bank account challenge i'm able to just work with the little money that i have but i'm like for us to reach the passive income a scale at a faster rate i'm not saying to jane oh we're just going to work with the chili business no i'm like we're going to work with the chip business as well and we have another strategy two strategies on how to double how to triple the income from the chip business by june so Hopefully the profits that she's making by June from the chip business will be in the region of at least 8,000 Rand a month. Now she'll be able to put away 8,000 Rand a month and just save that because she's only living off the cash from the first stream of income, right? Which means building the buildings is a dream that is much more possible than either one of us thought, uh, thought, right? It would like, it can happen at a faster pace imagined so this is the thing they're not aware of that so when i'm talking about money magic and i'm talking about the money magic course and i'm talking about financial expansion and financial freedom i'm not talking about just keep up just being able to curb your expenses and having savings i'm talking about building something beyond what we can imagine, building something that doesn't make us reliant on other people. So if we lose our jobs, we have something to fall back on, right? This is so, so important to understand. This is why the Property Magicians podcast exists. This is why we do the inner work. This is why I keep preaching about the Money Magic course. And now uh, on to the other comment that people have been making, uh, that's not people, one person made this comment is, afford your retreats right so there is and i'm getting it there is this whole kind of thing that oh well no i can't uh, what's the purpose of this and who can afford it as if here's the problem that i have with that statement it's assuming that everyone in in the world able to afford the retreats or that these retreats are something out like that this is money right and the minute i shared that in the student group the students were like we're affording the retreats we're affording the retreats and we're not going broke we're not losing out on savings we're not losing out on investments for me when someone asked that question it shows that there is something about the way that we're seeing this limited resource that needs to be held onto for dear life. And I'm just going to ask you a simple question. If money is a lover and you hold onto your lover for dear life and you think they are the only one in the world, have you, like most of us know what it's like to date a man and you do that, right? And you're like, you praise him, you hold on for dear life and you go, oh, he is my bread and butter. He is my only one. What is that man going to do, right? Like, how does that relationship play out? It's like, whoa, there's a lot there, right? So it's not about the pricing of the retreats. It's not about the pricing of my products often. I feel like, and I've seen this often, it's about the way that we are looking at things. It's the way that we're seeing, oh my God, 60,000 Rand, it is so much money, it is so impossible. And yet there are people out there that are doing this. The real questions that we should be asking is, how are they doing that? Literally how I was able to start traveling is like, I asked myself, okay, it feels impossible that I can build a business and travel all the time. So how are other people doing that? Even if it's not tons of people doing that, how are they able to do this? And when I didn't know what I didn't know, I got a coach. 
This is what I honestly did. I got, I was like, if it, I don't know the answer to this. I got a business coach and within like two, three months, I started traveling. The business coach charged me 10,000 Rand a month to coach me on this. Do you think I am complaining today that I paid that much money uh, to learn this? No, because I learned what I needed to learn in that six month period. And I started traveling and building a business. So the real, it's not, the minute we do that, and what I find often is that we exclude ourselves out of opportunities. We become our own stumbling blocks because what we tell ourselves is no one can do that. And yet we live in a world where people are able to buy uh, planes, they are able to buy yachts, they're able to buy all sorts of things, or people are able to afford private schooling for like five children. Even I don't know how to do that, right? I'm like, yo, people have five kids and all these kids are in private school. Yo, okay, that's intense. But people are able to do that. So it means that it is not impossible. thing. There is something that we don't know. So if you don't know something, ask people, find out so that you can learn. And this is how we grow. And this is the thing that I realize about Jane. When she realizes that she's stuck, part of why things are moving so fast for her, like even her mom has come to the party and is like, I want to help because I'm seeing progress here and I'm loving where this vision is going, right? Is because she literally asks, she goes, oh, I'm simple like but my friend is messing with my business and my emotions and she now knows that emotions are a thing you don't just ignore those things right so because someone makes you uncomfortable you don't go and you start screaming at them or whatever you do the work and then the answers will come and that's what she's been doing so who okay that's been a bit long i'm super passionate about this topic because it's something that i'm realizing and i wasn't even aware right so um Latia says, oh, I know Jane. I met her twice. Yes, Latia, you love Jane, right? And she let you, uh, Jane let Latia into my mom's house and um, helped her into my mom's yard when my mom was in Sri Lanka. So I gifted my mom a trip last year in 2019, a trip to Sri Lanka and Thailand. So she was away for about uh, she came to tour Sri Lanka. She went for two weeks at a retreat in Thailand. And when she was there, Latia needed green, uh, wanted green mangoes, ended up in the village, wanted green mangoes. And voila, who did I contact? Because my mom had left her keys with Jane. And so she, I'm, I, I told her to go to Jane and Jane came, helped Latia get her green mangoes. And not only that, she also gave Latia green mangoes from her own garden, right? So, yo, it was really, really awesome. So there's all this, it's such a small story, but can you guys see how just this whole story has just evolved into so many I'm also I'm able to see what are some of the mistakes that people make. So after all this, <laughs> let me just remind you guys that if you are feeling stuck and you're having a problem with spending money and you still don't know how to change that and how to work with that and how to curb that, I am running the bank account challenge live once a quarter now, but you need to sign up for the bank account challenge course, right? So if you go to wealthymoneyacademy.com, just go to fall in love with your bank account and join the course. It's a five-day course. You can start it right now. All the previous lessons, all the worksheets, everything is on the course. So you do the course at your own pace, but then you do it once more with me once a quarter. I know it has been life-changing for people in terms of doing, in terms of their, uh, bank, their relationship with how they spend money and their bank account, checking their bank account, how they budget, etc. And we did that. There's a 
lesson five, there's a whole brand new lesson in lesson five, because in the challenge course before, my final lesson was the masterclass. Day five was the masterclass. So now day five is a whole different lesson. Um, I've taken one of the lessons from the Money Magic course and put it into, into the bank account challenge. So that's really, really quite awesome, I feel. So, and we'll be doing all this at our own, um, at uh, together as a group once a quarter. So if you know that your problem is beyond just spending money and you are finding yourself and getting into a cycle of paying off debt, recreating debt, or you're feeling stuck in terms of income, then I want you to, I would recommend that you join us for the masterclass. So for that, go to wealthy-money.com forward slash masterclass, or just go to wealthymoneyacademy.com, go to masterclass and enroll for the masterclass that will be happening in April, right? Because during that masterclass, I will open up for the money. So that what you really want and what you're wanting to be working on is the money magic course. Okay, so that's it for me. Let me know if this resonates, if it makes sense, if you had any aha moments from this video. Let me know in the comment section. I can't wait to hear from you. Phew, I had, oh God, yeah. And definitely keep challenging me with the comments. I was, I, I, I genuinely love that people post that. I mean, at first I'm like triggered and annoyed and I'm like, who says such things? But then I realized that that's because most, I also thought like that at one point, right? I also thought that when I saw people traveling, building their businesses, doing things, I would think, no, that's a lie. No one can just do that, right? When people would report their income for the month and tell me things, I'd be like, no. But now it's like such a part of my life and such a part of my existence that it's become my normal. And I have to remind myself that I started there, right? This was my mindset. This London and crying at um, to one of my cousins and telling him, I can't do this. I will never be able to do this, right? It's impossible. Then I went out to dinner with a friend and I spoke about that. I want to travel and I want to build a business, but this is impossible. I can't do it. This is not possible. How will I make a constant income? How will I pay for <laughs> Right? It's part of the process, this disbelief, this belief that you won't do it. But I think the difference between people who do it and don't are the people that go like, I have disbelief, let me go and find out how others are doing it, right? And let me put my all into it and making that shift. That's what I had to do. It's not... Yeah, it's miraculous in some way, but it's also not so, it's not impossible and not a miracle. These are things that you can work through and do and change your life as well. So thanks guys. Cheers. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you find this podcast helpful and enlightening, please can you do me a favor and go leave the podcast a five-star review on iTunes or leave a comment on YouTube. And of course, share it with your family and friends. I would really appreciate it because it would help other money magicians who are looking to change their relationship with money find this podcast, which would really make my day. Also, as a bonus, if you're interested in changing your spending habits, I have a complimentary ebook for you. You can download it at wealthy-money.com forward slash workbook. Again, wealthy-money.com forward slash workbook. Have a fantastic day further and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of the Money Magic Podcast.